This is Gemarin Subis Dav Ayin Vav of learning for this month. The month of Elul has been generously sponsored by a close friend of the Daf as an incredible Schlossil Neshama for Esther Rezel Basra Meir, Mirza Shem, the learning of the entire Chabura, especially these difficult Gemaras and Barakamadir and Subis should bring Esther Mezer Basra Meir to an higher in place in Ganid and Shalmailam. So we're holding towards the bottom of Ayin Heim in peace. And what we're in the middle of discussing, this is going to be the second answer in understanding the stira, the contradiction in the Mishnah. The first, actually, or maybe the third answer, if you want to call it that, the first answer was Tavra, Misha Shanazu, Shanazu. The one that said this thing did not necessarily say that in. And then we went along to have the territory of Rabba. And now we have the territory of Rava. And eventually, we're going to continue with the territory of Ravashi. And basically the question over here is, is that someone gets married and they realize after the marriage that she has a mom. And the Mishnah said two different cases. The Mishnah first discussed that if they found the mom while she was still in her father's house, then the Allah is, the father has to bring a raya that the mom came after Erisin. Of course, the case being that husband and wife did Erisin and then she stayed by her father's house for another amount of months. So the father has to bring a proof that the mum came afterwards and really they already married when the mum was there and therefore the husband would have to pay his wife the ksuba. But, meaning, it's nistab chasadeyu, it's his tough luck. She grew this mum after they already did a rasin. But the Mishnah continued that if they already entered into the husband's rishos, then the husband is the one that has to bring this raya that it came before a rasin. And we began in the Gemara in which the Gemara asked that there is a contradiction in the Mishnah, seemingly whether we're going with the opinion of Rav Gamliel or Rav Yeshua, to put it in different terms, whether we're going that this woman's cheskas tahira, cheskas isha, that this woman has a chazaka, that she does not have a mom, whether we listen to her chazaka or not. Rav Gamliel said we go with her chazaka, Rav, Gam- Rav Yeshua said not. The problem was the Mishnah seemingly is learning like both. The first part is going there of Gamliel. The second part is going there of Yeshua. And that is where the Gemara answer. I said that backwards. The first part is going there of Yeshua. The second part is going there of Gamliel. And that is where the first tarot of Rav Eliezer was. The Mishnah has two different opinions. Don't ask such a question. Rava came along and Rava gave an answer which we dealt with yesterday. And now we're up to Rava. We're about 15 lines from the bottom of Ayin Ham and Bees trying to figure out this woman that is found to have a mum. Does the husband have to pay her her ksuba or not? So says Rab Rafa, excuse me. Raisha kanim suva kanayu, sevanami kanim suva kanayu. Says Rava, go back into the Mishnah and understand a little bit more where were the mummin found. That's what's going on over here. Were the mummin found? Says Rava in the father's possession or in the husband's possession. If the mummin were found in the father's possession, then we assume that these mummin were always here. And then the father is the one that has to bring a proof that indeed the mummin were not always here. Basically, this is a classical chazaka, that if we know that she had a mum, then we assume the mum was there not just at this moment, but going backwards prior. Whereas in the Seifa of the Mishnah, in the Seifa of the Mishnah we're dealing with that where was the mum found in the husband's possession? then we assume that that is where the mom was. And the mom was not in the father's possession. 
And Rashi over here points out that Rabba is really going within the opinion of Rav Gamliel, which is indeed the way that we paskin, that really we do listen to the Chazaka of the woman. But the difference between the Rashi and the Zepha is going to be where was this mum found? If it was found again in the father's household, we assume it was there prior. We assume that this woman indeed was woman with mummin, and therefore the father has to bring a raya that it was a mum that came after her marriage. Whereas if they found it in the husband's household, then we assume that is where it was found, and she did not have the mummin prior, and then the husband has to bring a proof if he does not want to pay her ksupa. That is the answer of Rava. Says Abayo. Says the If she would answer into her husband's Rishos, said in the Seif of the Mishnah, the husband has to bring a proof. The husband has to bring a proof that before the Irisin is when she had these women, meaning she was a woman that always had a mom, and the husband could claim, I didn't want to marry such a woman, I don't want you to pay her the Ksuba. So says Abaya, that's the din of the Seifa. The Seifa said the husband has his potential to claim a Mekah Tais that she had the woman prior. The obvious implication of the end of the Mishnah is that only if the husband brings the proof that when did she have these women? Before they did Erisin. But if she had the mom after Erisin, then not. But asks the Gemara, based on Rava's answer, that the entire differentiation between Reisha and Seifa is where was the mum found? Was the mum found a base Aviyah? Or was the mum found a base Baila? And if the mum was found a base Aviyah, we assume the mum was always there. If the mum was found a base Baila, we assume it was born in that moment. So asks Abaya, that has nothing to do with Erisin or not Erisin. Vamai, what's the reason that seemingly the Seifa hones in on the detail of whether there is Ayerson or not? Asks the Gemara, asks Abayatarava, why does it have anything to do with Ayerson? Irrelevant to Ayerson, we should, we should say in the Seifa that the mom was found in the husband's house, and if the husband has to bring the proof, and if the husband brings proof, it will be irrelevant whether it was pre or post Ayerson. Why is it only to bring a proof from Erisin? Says back, Rava, no. If they already did Erisin, then bring a proof will not work. Why not? Because we have a Chazaka. We have a Chazaka. That when a man does Erisin, he looks at the woman and if she has a mom, he obviously didn't bother him. The Gemara's terminology is utilizing the muscle of a cup. You don't drink from a cup. Unless you make sure there's nothing inside the cup. And therefore, because he did Eresin, and once he did Eresin, must be that he saw that she had these mom, and it didn't bother him. So the reason why in the Mishnah on the Seifa, even though the mom was found while already in the husband's house, the reason why yes, the husband has been arrived that it was pre-Eresin, because if they already did Eresin, the husband basically is being Michael. The husband is saying, I don't mind that you have a mom. Ask the Gemara back one second. If what you're saying is true, if what you're saying is true, it should be irrelevant 
Why? Because even once they did it, even if he brings a proof that she had this mom before he was in, it still should be a problem. Because where are we holding right now? Right now, they already did this suing. So even though I'll bring a proof that you have this one prior, but the fact that they did hear since as the Gemara is a proof, that Chazaka, the husband, must have seen the moment and didn't bother him. So if the husband saw the moment and didn't bother him, what's the point? What does it help for him to bring a proof that she had the mom before Harrison? Who cares? At the end of the day, he did Harrison and he forgave and he said, I don't mind that she has a mom. Ella answers the Gemara, what are you forced to say? Amrina in six lines from the Bible, Chazagin HaMavayiz B'Mumin. It must be that no, the person does not like Mumin. Even if the husband saw it, we have to assume that the husband was not happy with the fact that his wife had a mom. Hachanami Chazagin HaMavayiz B'Mumin. I'll tell you the same thing in the first case. Swap the creek. Answers. Rava, just give a new answer between why this Arsa makes a difference. As we said, that if the whole din in the Mishnah is dependent on whether it's in the husband's household, whether it's in the father's household, why is Eris irrelevant? Ella Omar, Ella says the Gemara, four lines from the bottom. Misha and his Arsa, once they did Eris in once they did Eris the reason why the husbands cannot bring a Raya anymore, for him to bring a Raya that she had a mom after Eris is irrelevant, is why? Because at that moment, she has two parts of Chazak approving your point. Number one, she has the Chazak of her gulf that she never had a moment. There's a second Chazak that obviously the husband did it, and obviously didn't bother him. And therefore, he must have seen it, didn't bother him. So, my Amri. What are you going to respond? What are you going to answer to the fact that we're saying that the husband has two chazakas? Excuse me, that the woman has a dual chazaka. You know what you're going to answer? Hi, a chazaka in a mevayzu moment. You're going to respond in the last line that no. But what about the fact that the people don't like moment? Have says the Gemara. What that chazaka in a vacuum is turning over time, bavam and out. Chad, makom that in a vacuum is one chazaka that is opposed by the two chazakas of the woman. That both the woman has a chazakas hagof, that she was without a mom. And as well, the woman has a chazaka that the husband did Aries, and obviously he saw it doesn't bother him. So the singular chazaka that a man doesn't like, mumin, is not enough to tamper with the dual chazaka of the isha. And that's the reason why bringing a proof out there is not going to work. Now the Gemara elaborates and explains what we just said. Before he was in, then she has the, then to say she has chazaka, you can't say. So what are you going to say? You're going to say that the father has chazaka, that a person doesn't drink from a cup, and came bald, so obviously the husband forgave her from having these moments. So now that there's only one chazaka, I'll flip it and say chazaka, and vice versa, and vice versa, and vice versa, so says Rava, that's the reason why after Erison the husband does not need to pay. So the reason why Erison comes into the Mishnah, Eze explains Rava really is all has to do with where was the mum found? Was the mum found based on Bia? Was the mum found based on Why does the Mishnah bring the fact of Erison? Because once there is Erison, then the woman will de facto win because she has a dual chazaka, chazaka, that 
like Rav Gamliel, old woman always has a cheskes tahiro. And number two, the fact that a husband, the chazaka, that he looked into it and didn't bother him. So that is how Rava answers up this year in the Mishnah again, explaining like Rabbi Gamliel, that's the Pesach Halacha, that we do believe the cheskes tahiro of the Isha. But what's the reason why it's a difference is because was the mum found in the base of Iyah. Then the father has to bring her eye in the Reisha. Was it found in the base Baila? Then the husband has to be her eye in the, safe, in the Seifa. Why did the Mishnah bring in the detail of Eresin was to talk and determine whether the woman will indeed have this dual chazaka or not. Ravashi Omar comes like Ravashi six lines down with a third shot in our Mishnah. Says Ravash, you know the difference is Risha Mana La Abok Biyad La Ababiyadak, Basefa Mana Libiyadah. Says Ravash, in the Risha, where do they find the mom in the father's house? So that's equivalent to someone saying, You owe my father a mana. Why? Because since the girl is still in her father's house, she only did a irisin. So if she now gets divorced after irisin, who collects the cash? The father. So who is the claimant for the father? So this is a scenario that is similar to that she's claiming on behalf of the father. Whereas the Seifa, she already is in Bershah's bylaw. She already did Nisu and she's fully married. So in that case, she's claiming for herself. And because in the Seifa, she's claiming for herself, therefore her own personal cheskas agof combines with her claim. Whereas in the Reisha, it does not, because the claim is not for herself, but rather for her father. The Bryce says the Rameer agrees in a case that the mom is the type to come with her from her father's house, the type of mom that she had all along. Then Rameer agrees, the father has to bring her eye. But ask the Gemara based on the terrorists that we just said, a Ravashi Vamak, Very good. That it's a mum that's normal to have been there. But still, she's claiming Manalibiadcha. She's claiming for herself. And therefore, Chesed Saikov combines with her claim. Answers the Gemara, Hacha Bimayaskinon, be a Seris. We're talking about over here with a mum like an extra, like an extra limb, an extra finger. Which of course was there prior to the Erisin. Yisiris Mai. Ask the Gemara Yisiris Mai Raya Maiis Maisi. So what Raya can the father bring to say that what? Of course she always had his finger. So what's the Raya the Mishnah says the Av could bring a proof? Explains the Gemara Raya the Rav and if I say, oh, you're right, he can't bring a proof that she didn't have his finger because she for sure did. But the father could bring a proof that the husband saw it. And was Nefais and it didn't bother him. So those are the three Tarutsim, Rabbi Rav and Ravashi, of explaining the seeming contradiction of the Mishnah, of the Rasha of Yitzhifa being Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua, and not resorting to the first Tarot, Rabbi Eliezer, of Tavram, Yishashanazu, Lishanazu. Continues the Gemara, a little bit of an easier Gemara now. Six lines from the bottom of the two dots. Amar Rabbi Yudar, Mishmah, Machlev, Barah, Bechamar. If someone is seeming sounds a bit random, exchanges a cow for a donkey. So I give you my cow and you give me your donkey. And you go and you take, do Mashiach, you pull to yourself my cow. 
And as I'm about to go and walk over and take your donkey, the chamar dies. So you did a king and you did a mashikha, you pulled my cow. But I did not have a moment to pull your donkey. What is the din, says the Braisa? It's upon you to bring a proof that the chamar, the donkey, was alive when, when you did the mashikha of the cow. Vitana tuna kala. And the raya to this is our Mishnah of the kala. So our Mishnah says the Gemara says of Yudam or Shmuel Zariah that in the case where we're exchanging cow for donkey and you pulled cow and I didn't get a chance to pull donkey that you have to bring a proof that while you pulled the cow the donkey was alive is a raya from our Mishnah. Says the Gemara, hey kala, which case in the Mishnah? Elema, if you're going to tell me as we turn over to, I involve all made base. If you're going to tell me kala base of if you're going to tell me it's a case of the kala, the Risha, the kala in the house of her father's house, but I'll tell you, me dami awesome, I see Avrayomap. In the Mishnah, what was going on, the father brings a proof, umapik, and he makes the husband pay. So the father's bringing the proof and he's forcing the husband to pay the ksuba. But Alcha, in this case, of the cow and the donkey is not the same thing. The Balachamar, you're bringing the proof and you're keeping the cow. So what's the riot from the Mishnah that the riot allows you to extract money to this price that's just allowing you to keep money? So Amr Ravaba, three lines down, you're right. Says Ravaba, Kalubis Chamiya. We're talking about the case of the bride and her father-in-law's house. And that case, the Tana still requires the husband to bring your proof in order to keep the money. Ask the Gemara the same kash. What's the proof that's being brought in the Mishnah? The husband brings a proof and it destroys, it's Mara, it weakens the Chazaka of the father. So again, it's not the same mechanics over here, the Baal Chamar is bringing a Raya in order to keep the cow in its possession. So, a new case. The case is for the riot to the din of Shmuel, so the case of the Kala in her father's house. And it's referring to the money given for Kedushin, which the Mishnah didn't really discuss. The Mishnah was more honing in on the fact that there is a moment, therefore, do you have to pay the Ksuba or not? But says the Gemara, what is the status of the money for the Kedushin? The father explains the Gemara as to bring a raya to keep the cash. says the Gemara. Don't say I'll leave the man of No, this is like as whether kedushin is latibu and literally means is sunk, is given without any strings attached. Even the court of Andamar that says when you give Kedushin, you never have any strings, you're not going to take it back. That's only if the form of Kedushin, which is a certainty, is not a doubt. So says the Gemara, we don't have a proof from that case as well. We don't have a proof of the case of Kedushin Litibuin either. Says the, excuse me. So, incorrect. For the fact that the Mishnah said, that the father brings a raya to prove that the Kedushin was good, and then the father keeps the money that he wanted to give for Kedushin. This is the right to Shmuel, that the owner of the donkey brings a raya, that the cow was alive at the time of the transaction, so that the donkey was alive when he pulled the cow to keep the cow. So that's the raya. 
If you find the machad, you find the needle in the wall of the animal's stomachs. The beisakaisai is literally the reticulum. Mitarech like sheiruf, the needle is only sticking out one side. It's kasher mishteis of the trefa nimzal el karetam. But if on this needle you find a dot of blood, biyadua shulav neishchita, then you know that when did the animal get this hole in it? When did this trefas happen in the cow? It happened before the shchita. Therefore, the animal is a trefa, not kasher. If you don't find this out of blood, you should and therefore it would be kosher. Hoglad biyamaka continues the brayso. A scab was over the wound. It must be that when did this happen? It's happened three days before the shchita, and that's the reason why there's a scab right now. And that case. If the butcher bought the animal within three days of the shechita, he could tell the seller, I want the money back because it is a trefa. Lo yogbir piyamakov, there's no scab. Then, So says the Gemara, what's the cash of Yoiv? Tabach dami. Now in the last case, if the tabach, if the butcher already gave money to the person who was selling it, so what's happening, what's happening is that he's bringing a raya to extract the money and make the seller give it back to him. It's claiming that it was a trefa. But according to Shmuel Vamai, according to Shmuel, the original owner of the seller should bring a raya and keep the money. Again, so the mechanics are not equ- perfectly equatable to our case. Answers the Gemara of the law, Yav Tabach Adami. An interesting case. The case is that the butcher didn't yet pay for the animal. Says the Gemara, my Poska, how do you know that? Don't listen to these rules. says, Rather, this is what Shmuel says. Wherever the Safi comes out, he is one that has to bring the Raya. And we have a Raya from our Braisa. So may say again the same kasha machshins is by the bika. He says we do not tabach dami if the tabach did not give money yet. Ba'aleim aboy lasui rayo mapik. Again he's bringing a raya and he's extracting the money. By my speaker brushes tabach as yalid where did this something happen in the possession of the butcher? So the yalid tabach dami says more again the case is that the tabach gave money the exact opposite. Oh my boskad you know that against them the most like amdul yav inish zuzi lav inish achiyus says the gemara you know why. Because the normal thing is, you don't give over your animal until you actually pay for the cash. And that's the reason why the Bryce has said that the Kimta, the case is where he already paid. It's not a Shara Kimta, because that is the normal case. We'll pick it up from the two dots on the Chachamim in the next.